0: Everybody, this is Kimberly Minor today, owner and founder of Holistic Living Health and Wellness. And today, let me just move over a little bit. I'm in my seat kind of off. There we go. Uh, I have special guests with me today. I have Mike and Jackie, they are the owners of uh, Faro Organic Pet Food. And they are out of uh, Flagstaff, Arizona, and I'm so excited to have them here today. Uh, we uh, are kind of combining our efforts on a on a, a mission that we both have that uh, are very parallel, and so I'm excited to have them here today to talk about uh, what has gotten to them at the point that they're at today, uh, what they're doing to to educate people on, uh, you know, the right ways of Uh, Feeding their pets and stuff to Mm -hmm. kind of contradict all the myths that are out there. We are bombarded with so much information all the time Mm -hmm. of what's the right stuff, uh, you know, what's the right brand, and uh, you know we also are competing against major companies who have very deep pockets for marketing to commercials out there to show us what are all the right things that we should be you know giving our pets or whatever the product you know happens to be Mm -hmm. so um, I'm excited to have you both here today Um, why don't you tell us a little bit uh, each about yourself so uh, Mike you want to start and then Jackie go ahead
1: my name is Michael and I'm a human and I like to eat food (laughs) I also um, I love animals especially um, I have a, a knack for business, and how people interact, and how commerce works in general. That's my overall thing, and with the combination of, of my love for pets, um, me and Jackie, uh, together we started mm-hmm.
2: Um, My name is Jacqueline, and um, just a, I'm an animal lover. Ever since I can remember, um, I've always loved studying animals, like their behavior. Um, training them, the breeds, like they're just it was my uh, my niche.
0: Awesome. So you were telling me a little bit about your story of how you got started, Jackie. So why don't you share with everybody exactly you know what brought you to how you started out to where you guys got to the point where you decided, okay, I'm gonna actually make you know something of this.
2: Okay. Um, so it started out about five years ago now um, and I got my first kitten. So uh, this was a big deal for me because always, we've always had like a family dog, and my family were like big dog people, so I was just excited to have something of my own, and with that I wanted to give him like the best food. I did so much research, you know, I was like, what is the best one out there on the market? <laughs> right. Um, and it started out with me giving him like a bunch of high-end kibbles, like the grain-free, like, um, a bunch of canned foods, and... Um, something didn't feel right with that like he slept all day he seemed very like lethargic and i was like it's the food it has to be the food because what you put in is what you get out right right um and i did more research and i found this raw option it was interesting to me because it was homemade Mm -hmm. um and it's not something that you see at stores either like this raw option okay so i did about a year of research on raw alone just because it's so delicate before I fed it to my own cat. So after that first year of finishing and feeling comfortable with what I was doing at home, uh, I, I fed it to my cat and I noticed a complete like difference. He was running around, he seemed so much happier, his teeth were um, much cleaner, and the cat poop smell was gone.
0: <laughs> oh, well, that's a huge bonus. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, so besides him being healthy, like that smell was gone and it was like, Tremendous! I was like, "Wow,
0: right."
1: <laughs> and and then with that, uh, Jackie was was feeding her own cat for a couple years, and then and then I met Jackie eventually, and I saw some food she, she had in a bowl, and I was like, "What is this?" <laughs> and she's like, uh, "I make my own cat food." And I was like, "You you what?" <laughs> like I was taken aback, and I was really excited about it. And um, eventually, uh, we decided, hey, we should actually. Maybe build up, maybe more of the recipes, and, and do this officially as a company because there's a lot of people that could benefit from the things that Jackie was saying, and a lot of people would be interested. And from that, Faro was born.
0: That's awesome. And so, um, one of the things that that I have learned about you guys is mm-hmm. that um, not only do you do you, have you kind of uh, born this company, is that you have taken it a step further to go to these all natural grocery stores and be able to set up and speak to the people who come into the store so what are some of the things that you you know what is the message that you do in working with you know if if like somebody myself was coming to the store and i came up to you what are some of the things that you would talk to me about
1: go ahead. well um Kim kind of mentioned like in the beginning, there's all these like bombarded messages and these different brands. And I think it's important uh, from a holistic point of view that the biggest brand there is, is yourself, right? And so you want to make sure that your own brand is the biggest and best as possible. And you work with other brands that align with what your brand is as a person or a being. And so with Pharoah, we're ferocious about pet nutrition. And so the main thing is we want to heal thy pet. And if you can, if you have a standing that, you know, food is thy medicine, and then you can, you can have a standing that Ferro heals thy pet. And that's what we kind of promote, um, at the national grocery stores, um, in Arizona.
2: And we also kind of, um, go over like maybe some misinformation that people hear out there and, um, kind of clear the air and make sure that, um, mm-hmm. you know,
1: it just, it, it's really simple for people to, to, to grasp. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the cool thing about doing the events at Natural Grocers is we're, we're challenged and we're tasked with finding all the ingredients at the store. You know, because sometimes when we do it inside of our, our facility, we have access to the farms or different things that we, we have. And Natural Grocers is a great store, but they're, they don't have everything as you know a huge farm will have. But we're still able to, to source things and to, uh, to make the food right in front of people that they can easily make at home for their pets. And that's the great thing.
0: So why don't you give us a little bit of insight of, like, what are some of the different... Because I when I was looking at um, your website and stuff, it looks like you have things that you focus on for, you know, dogs, but it does look like there is, like, some dry, you know, food that you guys have also. Is that true, or is it just all raw, or what, what are some of the different areas that you, you know, focus in on your products.
1: I, I think it's um, also important to say, look, well, why why would you do this? Why yes. would you make the food? Why is the raw or why is this option different or better? Mm-hmm. And um, for one, the problem that Faroe solves or this raw option solves is that um, a lot of diseases or cancers or tumors are developing in animals, especially now more than ever. Mm-hmm. And Faroe believes it's from the, the food. It's from the cooking process of the kibble. And when you feed a uh, cooked diet to an animal, there, there's a lot of um, issues that can develop from, from there. Maybe uh, pancreatitis. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not a lot of iodine in these uh, cooked uh, foods, so there could be a thyroid issue, um, et, cetera, et cetera. Not to mention that a lot of these kibble diets or what have you, most of them are carbohydrates, and how they metabolize in the body, people don't know. Is they metabolize in the in the pet's body as sugar. So when you feed a kibble diet, you're giving your your animal 50 to 60 percent sugar, and and then if you when you hear that information, it's easy to see why cancers can develop mm-hmm. or set the stage for development
2: as a metabolic disease. As a
1: metabolic disease, and so what raw is is basically an ancestral diet. It goes back to the roots, and it really sets. The tone for a diet that's natural that they would have in the wild.
2: Mm-hmm. So we focus solely on um, the raw option. We believe in, um, you know, the less that we can process, if we cannot process it at all,
1: mm-hmm. the, you know, better. the
2: better. No the better. Um, no heat. No heat. Uh, no. No unnecessary, you know, like fillers or mm-hmm. um, preservatives or anything. It's all just natural. Like,
1: mm-hmm. and. The, the raw statement is kind of it's a blanket statement because it, it's everything's not raw it's it's raw and fermented you know because um we'll have like fermented veggies in there mm-hmm. or like we'll mature the seeds we'll sprout the seeds with water um we do different things to, to mature the product but we don't process it at all
0: yeah there's no well and i think that those things are important because as i look at just in humans mm-hmm. and stuff is that uh when we're looking at the difference between organic and things that um, are supposed to be good for us, like you know uh, meats in general, mm-hmm. is that there's a difference between buying the regular meat and organic meat, Definitely. and you know all of the hormones and things that are in there. Mm-hmm. And you know, young girls, they're developing earlier, they're menstruating earlier, mm-hmm. uh, they uh, you know are, are developing bigger than you know what. Uh, some of us that, you know, were growing up beforehand, and it's because we're, you know, in a situation of a time where the companies are looking to produce as much as they can Mm -hmm. in a short amount of time, and so in order to get the chickens to grow faster, they give them hormones to grow faster and stuff, and then we're ingesting all this stuff, and we're seeing, you know, young kids develop issues that were things that, we just didn't see in kids and stuff mm-hmm. and so this is you know how do we not think that this doesn't cross over into our pets too is that you know uh, i i mean i hear stories all the time of people have told me and stuff that you know their cat that is, you know, only a couple of years old or a dog that's only a couple uh-huh. years old and it has cancer. Uh-huh. You know, that's not something that you, your expectation would be is exactly. that an animal that's so young. It's heartbreaking. You know, we run into the same thing with, you know, our young adults and stuff. The the diabetes in kids, obesity in kids, yeah, you know.
2: Cancer in kids.
0: Can, cancer in kids. Um, it's, we're, it's, you know, we're kind of in an epidemic of, mm-hmm. you know, and, Here's the other thing, though, that that comes along with this is that, um, the cost. You know, okay. you, you know, you, you how is it that to get something that is good for you costs so much more than the things that um, is mass produced? Mm-hmm. Um, so we're like, p- families are being forced in situations to make decisions for their family and their pets. Based on a financial versus, and, and if we were really to think about it, it's actually costing us more in the yeah. long run. Yeah. Um, whether it be vet bills, whether it be health bills, mm-hmm. like all of it is costing us more because of the fact that um, we're taking all the stuff in, and then we wind up having these diseases that we're dealing with, mm-hmm. and then we have to, you know, pay for it. You know, in 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 our health and what it costs us for, you know, doctors and health insurance And it's just an ongoing thing. So, um, you know, I'm, you know, how do you guys look at this as like when you're having, you know, these educational discussions and Mm -hmm. stuff with people is how do you get them to understand that, um, that there is a difference of what it's going to cost them in the long run and, and, and the fact that it actually, you know, if a dog gets sick and stuff, Mm -hmm. It has an effect on the whole family. Oh, definitely emotionally. The emotional effect mm-hmm. is unbelievable. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, um, I was gonna kind of add into what you're saying with basically like the um, the mass-produced chickens, for example, or meats where they're being fed a GM corn or GM products, genetically modified things, which have um glyphosate in it, and that's like a big um what is it um proponent I guess to cancer. Mm-hmm. They're finding a big connection between the two. So it's like when you're buying these mass-produced chickens, they're you know, they are not only what you eat, but you're what the thing that you're eating eats, mm-hmm. right?
1: And then um, also, I think it's important to note, like, I think Kim had like a, an interesting question. Well, how do you kind of like get people to see what you're you're saying is mm-hmm. is the truth or be on your side? I think it's important to to say uh, basic facts. You know, if you don't really try to oversell things. If you just tell people simple things, like for example, um, we're boasting that organic is the best. Yes, we believe that organic is the best, but hey, a lot of people care about what the government thinks. And FDA and there's bodies, the USDA, they, they're on the position that organic foods are no different than GMO foods. Mm-hmm. And if, if you want to believe that, that's fine. you know. But um, I think that there is something with organic. And um, you just do a little bit of research and, and you, um, you know, we're nutritionists and so we see like different enzymes and Jackie was saying about like um, closamine, I mean the glutamate.
2: Glossate. the Glossate. Glossate. <laughs> <laughs> One of are, are, are those, those terms.
1: <laughs> and it's like, it, it really strikes you when you kind of look at things from a scientific point of view as opposed to just general words mm-hmm. and you can really see. Um I think people have to, um, it depends on the person. Sometimes um, there's certain types of people and there's people who um, maybe been through a position before where they had an animal get sick already. Mm -hmm. And so they they understand the true cost of things. And so they say, hey, I don't want this to happen again. I know this is an issue and I get it. And then there's people who may not believe it just yet. And that's fine too. And just being a pillar of information and um, is giving someone a foundation of information. So when they're ready to look at different options, and we're there as well. Mm-hmm. I think that's important as well. We're, we
2: really like um, supporting people that are just even interested in the raw or any kind of option that has to do with a better diet. Mm-hmm. We love being the support. We love giving them the information that we know and share. And it's really for the pets.
1: Yes.
0: Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, we, you know, we've, we've covered a lot of different bases on this, is that, you know, we're talking about, uh, you know, hormone levels. We're talking about the glycogen. Gly- glyco,tes
2: the Gloss
0: Glosphates. <laughs> See, I messed up too. It the glyphates that are in there and stuff. Um, but so, what what are the differences between, um, like a moist raw food versus like the dry food? Because can can you get, can you do what you're doing, and have it in dry form also, and still get the same, you know, benefits, you know, from it.
2: I think um, the answer to that is um, you can't get it into a kibble form and that's mainly because um, and it's it's very big in cats cats are like um, they get all their moisture from their food so with the kibble there's like very little moisture I think it's like 30 or 20 percent moisture that. yeah um, and this causes a lot of kidney diseases a lot of bladder infections a lot of a lot of stuff basically with functioning with the fluids. And even if you give them like filter, not filter, but like um, running water stuff, like studies show that it's still not enough. Like there was a study done with dogs
1: Mm -hmm. eating
2: kibble and they gave these dogs twice as much water as um, these raw fed dogs. Mm -hmm. And they found that these dogs were still dehydrated after that fact.
1: It's because the kibble actually like robs the body of water. It's like drinking a Coca-Cola or Pepsi. Um, it's a great taste, but it's it's going to dehydrate you. It's like
2: drying you. you out, kind of.
1: Mm-hmm. And I didn't even
2: think of that. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And then um, also, like, with Faro, like, we believe in, like, organic forms of vitamins. So, like, um, on the bag, it could say, like, complete and balanced, and it has a lot of, like, synthetic um, vitamins added to it but we believe in bioavailability. So like how much of that kibble or how much of that synthetic vitamin is actually absorbed Mm -hmm. into the animal's body. And so when we source things, we want to have all the vitamins come from the fish or from like the seeds, the oysters or the meats or or what have you that we put inside, or we'll put kelp powder for iodine. And these are organic sources. Mm -hmm. And um, one thing that, you know, that we do is like we have our, our pre-made food. It's available but we also support people who want to DIY a home because that's a huge thing because people are kind of doing it wrong or they're misguided or they're beginning mm-hmm. and they're just kind of, you know, just kind of doing it, uh, just to kind of learn. And we guide those people to say, Hey, um, a big thing people will do is they'll add supplements, mm-hmm. and we don't like
2: pill form or tablet or powders mm-hmm. and
1: stuff like that. And you're just kind of just repeating the same process. You, you want to make sure if you're doing the raw, you have the mindset that everything's going to be organic. You're um, you're trying to duplicate or replicate um, that their diet in the wild,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and that's the whole concept. They they want to have you know supplements in the <laughs> wild. <laughs>
0: What do you mean? (laughs) (laughs) There's no wolves opening. They're one a day,
2: you know. (laughs) Right.
0: Right. Exactly. Exactly. So you guys do offer though, um, I saw in there though, treats Mm -hmm. and then also the goat milk.
1: Okay. Yeah. So
0: you want to touch on that? Um, A lot of the treats that we get um, are
2: from the ducks and rabbits that we get from local farms. So we have like rabbit ears we have duck feet and these are great chews like the duck feet are great they have a lot of them
1: chondroitin and glucosamine thank
2: you and that's great for (laughs) that's great for joints you know and you know arthritic dogs or cats Mm -hmm. and then the goat milk if you want to
1: the goat milk has so many um it's it's nutrient dense. The American Journal of Science says it's the most complete food known to mankind. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a natural histamine blocker. It uh, destroys yeast naturally. It has over two hundred probiotics, the most out of any food. Like if you buy a pill, you might get twenty or whatever, like different strains. Mm-hmm. But it has raw goat's milk has two hundred over two hundred. Um, there's just so many benefits. It's uh, it's that. The the digestive properties of raw ghost milk is like one of the easiest
2: mm-hmm. for everyone it's for you know for dogs cats um, humans as well and, and could, a lot of people I think um, kind of have this thing in their head
0: that they can't give their dog or cat milk okay well you know that's a great I want to stop at that point mm-hmm. because I want to talk about that because I have heard a lot of different things about that so um, I was like dairy is not good for cats they, they're not made to digest that and stuff. Um, now, I particularly, I don't eat dairy. So, like, I have almond milk and coconut milk. So they're like, well, that would be okay for your cat to have, you know, something like that. But then I heard the other train of thought is mm-hmm. that they don't need any milk at all. They just need water. So, the you know, my cats, they have water. They don't. Although, when I do have like some cereal and I'd put my almond milk in there. Mm -hmm. Kitty loves, (laughs) she is like right on it, you know, or, you know, if I have some yogurt, Mm -hmm. she, and it's funny because she's right on it. She wants it and stuff. And then my other one, Emmy, Uh she, she doesn't, you know, but if I have a tortilla chip out, then it's the, it's the other way around. She wants the tortilla chip and Kitty wants nothing to do with it. So, um, so what's the, like, what, what is the, really, I mean, what is it that, that, you know, the animal does need? Do, do they need that is part of their, part of their diet or?
1: Well, um, the simple answer is you have, you have to think that when a human is born or an animal is born, they have a mother, right? So the first uh, few weeks of their life, what's the main nutrition source that these animals are getting, including us? It's, it's milk from the mother.
2: Right? And it's, it's raw milk. Like they're not, we're not pasteurizing our breast milk for our babies, you know? Right.
1: So, you know, but hey, it's, it's goat milk. It's not cat or dog milk or whatever, mm-hmm. but the, the goat milk is it's, it's a perfect food, but um, the basics is that cats are lactose intolerant. That's why they, they can't have the milk. Or past, dairy. The pasteurized, yeah. But um, raw goat's milk is un, it's unpasteurized and it has lactase in it, okay? Lactase is the, the enzyme that helps you break up the lactose. And so what happens with unpasteurized milk that you buy it's it's uh, heat-treated, so it doesn't have the lactase. Mm-hmm. So um, long story short, you cannot be lactose intolerant to raw milk mm-hmm. because it has those natural enzymes in it.
2: And I can, like, testify to that because I'm lactose intolerant. Yes. Um, I never liked milk. I, I don't have cheese. You know, like, I, I avoid it to the highest degree. Right. But the raw goat milk, like, I don't get any ill effects from it from, um, like, you know, um, bloating or gas or yes, any kind of...
0: absolutely. Yeah, I buy goat milk myself. Like, I'll have the crumbled goat goat milk Mm -hmm. uh you know cheese on salads that tastes amazing there's you know or you make a sandwich with it Mm -hmm. it's really good so I'm totally all about goat milk um but it does take a little bit of uh of looking at the grocery store it's Mm -hmm. not that um easy to find Mm -hmm. and it's not you know available everywhere I think all the best things are kind of just a little hidden Yeah, like they're they're there, but you just got to look. You know, well, like- this was interesting because um, at the local grocery store that I go to for some, you know, for like my basic things, mm-hmm. they used to have it where it was a section where it was just all like organic, like things that were like n- non-dairy, mm-hmm. you know, non-like uh, uh, vegan. Mm-hmm. It, everything was all in one spot. And somebody at the corporate level made a decision to- Mix it all up. To mix it all up. Oh, and now- like, I have to, like, try to figure out where everything is. And that is so frustrating. Um, and I was like, well, why, why would they do that? Because then there's a whole market of people who, who, you know, either have made a choice or they have to for, you know, health reasons, mm-hmm. have to stay away from that stuff. And now now they can't even find what it is that they're, they're looking for.
1: It's an industry-wide thing to kind of blur the lines between organic food and non-organic food. Um, sadly, we've even found, like, the non-GMO project. We believe that sometimes that project, if you go on the website, it kind of shows you that the non-GMO product has GMOs. So mm-hmm. their mission, um, unofficially, is to kind of get people used to GMOs, even though they're called the non-GMO Product project. Yeah, I, I
2: believe on their website they mentioned that, like, corn is one of the main GMO, like, Products mm-hmm. And it's very, very hard not to get that as a um, non-GMO product.
1: So they can't guarantee it on oh, their own wow. website. Yeah. So when you see non-GMO certified, it's possible it has GMOs. So, um, but it, it's, it's blurred. But seeing the USA, USDA organic um, certification is great. Mm-hmm. There's some people that say, you know, hey, some farms I don't trust. But, you know, doing your research and looking at the ingredients... Uh, and even like going to farmers markets as as a big push, mm-hmm. and so um, just doing those type of things. And um, I guess the long story short is you can never be sure, honestly, <laughs> unless you kind of like grow your own or you know the person you know.
0: Growing per, it. Yes.
1: yes. But you know, if you if you trust the brand, if you trust the um, the source you're going to, that that's what matters.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, absolutely. But the big that, that's but that's a great point you're bringing up though, Mike. Is that. Um, people don't necessarily know what the product names are or what justifies it to be good or not good. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, where we live in a society right now where people are so busy, you know, their schedules are really busy. If they have young families, they're twice as busy. You know, they have the parents working and they get off, and then if their kids are in activities and stuff, they go, like, the amount of time that is available to be able to... You know actually you know do something mm-hmm. to research all this stuff is you know very difficult
1: it is that's why um, I mean when I was growing up and going to school like nutrition was a big push and so teaching people at a young age to to do certain type of things to change behavior is, is the goal the goal and the key mm-hmm. so when you change behavior people are naturally going to look at the back of the labels people people are naturally going to do things maybe not today but tomorrow like we're in the process of like we save our seeds that we get from a fruit mm-hmm. and we'll do certain things and we may not have the biggest garden but we, we're starting to be sustainable and it, it's a process and it, it's just about changing behavior
2: mm-hmm. i think it yeah like how he said it um it's you really got to hit them when they're young and let them know how important it is because like you know i remember when i was growing up it was like broccolis crows you know vegetables <laughs> <has laughs> yeah you know but i loved broccoli i was like i don't know what yeah, you're talking about right? this is- this is good stuff.
1: Crème de la crème. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, yeah, and like, my brothers were the uh, the anti broccoli, you know, they're like, haha, you're eating broccoli and they're eating I, yeah, Doritos. And stuff. I, had, I
0: had one, I had a brother that was totally like, you know, his idea of vegetable was corn, you know, but now as an adult, I mean, he, he is in a, one an amazing cook and mm-hmm. you know it eats all the vegetables and stuff like that um so it there was a, a progression you know for him um a step up from corn <laughs> is, is the main vegetable but uh but i i distinctly remember though as we were kids and stuff that he really didn't want anything to do with any of the you know other vegetables out there and mm-hmm. stuff and so um i on the other hand did like you know, a lot of different vegetables and mm-hmm. stuff, and so um, I was much more open. You know, broccoli was huge on my list too. Oh, so I he- Broccoli, cauliflower. Mm-hmm. You know, love those types of things. What really didn't wasn't into asparagus, but now okay. I can't get enough asparagus. Ooh, I love so asparagus. Oh, <laughs> there's nothing better than have asparagus at night and then actually have it in the morning. And it it sits and it, like, marinates in the seasonings and stuff. And I'm like, oh, this is amazing. And we recently learned that
2: asparagus is actually really good for people that have, like, anxiety and stuff. Really? Yeah, there's a, I can't remember the exact enzyme in there, but it's, um, if you have it for dinner, you know, you find yourself the next day a little calmer because of that enzyme that's in there.
1: Uh Okay. And, And then Kim was kind of touching on, like, well, people are so busy these days. People are so, you know, how can they really do it? Well, um... You know, I'm sure Kim, you believe this too, but um, what you put in your body is the most important thing, period. Mm-hmm. You know, what you, your thoughts, um, what you see, and what you put in your body, because that's a, a spiritual concept. You know, and um, if you're putting junk in your body and you want to be a busy buddy, you, you cannot. You can't function as great. You, you can't think as well. You can't make decisions as clear and as fast. Mm-hmm. But if you take a little bit more, more time and a little more research and you just eat the right foods, you're going to be 300% better than your you know the old body was oh yeah There's all these types of people like they'll do these crazy diets like wow the energy that's the first thing to talk about right. you know
2: the mental clarity too like yes. I, I can think i feel like i'm like a superhuman you know like
0: yeah that whole detoxing
2: mm-hmm. you
0: know and you know it's a it's the same process i would think for the animals too oh. is that oh, if detoxing. you're making the switch over that it is going to take a little bit of time for that to you know work through their system and stuff mm-hmm. and Um, go through the same process that we that we do um, before they you know start like where you see the real end result of like the huge difference Mm -hmm. Um, and it's going to be just like us humans it's going to be different for every single animal Um, you know and it depends on what kind of diet that you're currently you know I mean I've tried to make a point of you know getting things that um, that are, like, try to be as good as I can, mm-hmm. to, like, have, you know, as good of stuff as I can for, like, cats eat and stuff. So I'm excited to have them do the furrow and stuff to to see the difference, you know, in them and, you know, their energy levels. And mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe Kitty could get a little bit of, like, a weight check going into there. in. there little <laughs> A little tuck going in. So, you know, when we got I Emmy, mean, she was like, oh, there's twice the amount of food. So. <laughs> You know, and how do you fight against that, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you can't, you know, with cats, you can't keep them separate, you it's know, it's so, hard. it's so difficult, so, you know, my vet told me, he just kind of, you know, it'll kind of weigh its, like, even itself out, but there's just not a whole lot you can do, and take take the kitten off the kitten food, because mm-hmm. um, it has ten times more calories than <laughs> the adult food, so yeah. um, I did that and stuff, But. Yeah, she has. Def- she could definitely use a reduction in, in, the, in the belly for sure. So, uh,
2: and we've um, cats are um, something that's called them. They're obligate carnivores, mm-hmm. and in the wild, like um, again, like with Fro, we we are like um, emulating what is done in the wild and how they eat in the wild.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So, with cats, it's um, you know they found that cats prefer one meal a day. And they have a 28 hour cycle of eating. I did not know that. Yeah, because it's like, you know, in the wild, like these big cats, tigers, like they're not eating two or three times a day. They maybe, if they're lucky, get a meal a day.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And then they might not eat the next day, but they'll eat after. And mm-hmm. it's.
1: And so, what this does is like, you know, if you always have a, a bowl of food out, you don't really have to think or work for it. And so when you make uh, your brain wait, it's called intermittent fasting. It makes your brain a little stronger, makes mm-hmm. your body stronger. It's more responsive. Mm-hmm. And so when you eat, it's it's not a, a big. There's actually like a, um, a misconception that if you eat once a day, you're putting this big stone in your body, and it takes the whole day to kind of like
2: digest
1: and. It's actually just the opposite. If you're if you're continually feeding your body, it's always working. It's always digesting something, as opposed to just once a day. Mm-hmm. And if that one meal a day is, is something pure and organic and, and it's digested really easily, there's there's no issue. Mm-hmm. So um, emulating the diet and understanding why that's important is, is a big thing because you want to make your, your cat or dog ferocious and strong and, and you know, uh, smart as smart as possible. That's why you want to, you know, kind of make them wait and, you know.
0: Yeah. Well, then I'm going to learn a whole lot here <laughs> right here because this, you know, um, ne- I can tell you neither of my cats, are having to fight for any food. <laughs> 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 they are. They are absolutely getting everything mm-hmm. um, that that they need. So, um, and you know, and but and I don't give them treats every single day. Okay. You know, and I try to get the ones that are the green ones that are
2: mm. like the greeny bites. Yes. Okay.
0: Yes. So hopefully, like I'm a good mom in that mark. <laughs> <laughs> I think just,
2: um, I mean, I, I feel the passion that you have for these cats. And, mm-hmm. like, I see all your your cat furniture and the cat toys. So that's really great. I can tell that you really care about these cats. You know, you really love these animals. And that's really what matters the most is that you have that love for them and mm-hmm. you care about them and you want what's best for them.
0: Yeah, I, it has been said more than once that my cats are spoiled and I don't understand exactly <laughs> what that means. But <laughs> Not spoiled enough, right? Right. That's how
2: I feel sometimes. I'm like, my cats don't have enough.
0: So you know, I don't know. I, I was the same way with my kids too. So when <laughs> they were growing up. So, um, but you know, I think we've you know, uh, one of the things with though is that they they are trying to you know their goal is to try to do as much education as possible. And so, um, what are some, what is uh, the name of the grocery store that you guys are going to be? That you find yourselves at doing some, you know, workshops, and when is like the next time you're going to be at a grocery store that people, you know, can come out and see you?
1: Kind of back up a little bit because we're really we're huge on words. We're wordsmiths, and because we believe what you, the words you say, dictate the actions that precede it afterwards. And so um, we we don't like to say the word try, because we believe that we don't live in the try verse. We live in the universe, and so right. when you say you're going to try something, that means you're not really going to do it. Sometimes, it's right? Like going with Yoda, you know. Yoda, it, there is no you were try. Not, That's yeah. right, and so. Um... Oh,
0: I like Yoda. <laughs> That's a good analysis. Let's use that
1: one. And, and um, at times like, I'll say the word "try" sometimes, and and Jackie will harp on me. Huh? You're, you're... Oh, you're
0: going to try? Huh? I'm
1: like... I'm like, you're you're right. But, um... <laughs> so, um, we have um, two events already. Like. Um, Guaranteed or um, lined up. up. And so we're doing Sedona Natural Grocers Mm -hmm. this Saturday coming up. I believe it's the uh, 18th?
2: This Saturday is the...
1: It's the 19th. This day is the 11th.
0: Okay, and, a, then, and then... So a week from Saturday in hmm. Sedona. It, what's the grocery store name?
1: It's uh, Natural Grocers. Natural
0: Grocers,
1: okay. And that's Sedona. And then we're going to be uh, a month later, in November 17th, we're doing Scottsdale Natural Grocers. Oh, okay.
2: No, that's this month, September
1: 20th. September? This is October. This is October. <laughs> <laughs> October. <laughs> wow. I don't know what month you're in. <laughs> I don't know.
0: Mike <laughs> and I, we're in October. <laughs> October, yeah. And we're heading towards November. Yeah, <laughs> wow.
1: October, Sedona. That's next week, Saturday. And then... Um, the, the month afterwards. Every month, basically, we've been doing a uh, an event at Natural Grocers mm-hmm. inside inside Arizona. So we started in Flag and we're working our way down into the valley.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Eventually, we'll do Tuxin, play on word. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like, you know, chocolate? I call it chocolate yeah. or like <laughs> spinaki. Uh-huh. Twist
0: it's them. just I always fun realize. to b-
1: bend words.
0: Mm-hmm. There you go. So well, we I appreciate. I I can't believe it's already been an hour. Wow, <laughs> that we've been. I mean, there's just so much to to talk about, but they will be. We will try to look at having um, where you guys can uh, put some, write some questions in, mm-hmm. so that we can answer them and stuff for you because. There is a lot to try to try to figure out and stuff, mm-hmm. and they have spent so much time oh. researching and looking things up and figuring it out that uh, you know, they can give us answer to some of the questions that we have and stuff. So, uh, you know, if there's any questions that you have, please throw them out there. Um, we will have their uh, website up there so that you guys can go to and be able to put your orders in for, uh, for your pets, whether mm-hmm. it be a dog or a cat. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that they, you guys do have a thing on there where they can email you. So mm-hmm. if you have any questions for them directly, you can email them and they can get back to you uh, with any of the information that you may need um, and please uh, uh, October. Nineteenth and November.
1: I want to say seventeenth.
0: Seventeenth. Uh, the first one is in, in Sedona, and mm-hmm. the second one is in Scottsdale at the All Natural Grocery Store. So, uh, be on the lookout. We will have information up there on the Holistic Living Health and Wellness site when those dates are there, so you can go out and meet both Mike and Jackie, and uh, you'll continue to to see them. So, yes. Uh, this we're we're really excited about. Uh, you know, working together here to try to, you know, get people to understand, uh, you know, what's good health, not only for yourself, but for your animals. So uh, with that, uh, I hope all of you have a wonderful day wherever you are and that you take time for yourself because you're important. Mm -hmm. Make sure you take time for yourself. And as I always say, is that there's goals and there's goals that you have. Imagine what you could accomplish if you just get out of your own way. And with that, I look forward to seeing
1: you guys on the next time. Alright then. See you. Bye.